Hey, it's Bex here from Journey to Wellness, and welcome to my podcast. It's time for a cuppa with a counsellor. We're going to chat about all things mental health and well-being and the time it takes you to get through a cup of tea or coffee. So sit back, get cosy, and let's get started. So on this episode, I want to take you briefly through a lovely intervention with yourself which is about treating yourself how you would treat a small child. It's been one of my most popular posts on Instagram, and I want to share with you a little more about it today. It's all about self-compassion. So treating yourself how you would treat a small child or how you would treat someone that you love is really a way of valuing and honoring and beginning to reparent yourself It's about treating yourself in the way that you deserve to be treated. And you can do this through actions before you even believe it. So you may not feel you deserve to be treated in this way or to be treated with this great compassion or you may find it really hard to engage in self-care. Whatever core beliefs are sitting there around what you deserve or your worth as a person could be limiting you and getting in the way. But without even diving into core beliefs, we can begin to shift them and have some impact on them through action. Action is a really wonderful place to start. So you've probably heard that action comes before motivation. And it can often come before we start to think differently or believe things differently within ourselves and in our in kind of internal and held narrative. So some actions you can do is about aligning yourself in a way that you would treat someone that you love and giving yourself that same treatment. And I want to give you some really solid examples of that. If you are hungry, feed yourself, nourish your body, listen to those hunger cues. So let me put that in the context of how you would treat a small child. If you had someone come to you, a little dot, and they said, I'm really hungry, you wouldn't even think twice to get them something to eat and fill their tummies. And yet, when we are hungry, often we don't listen to or honor that need. And that might be through something really intentional, as an intentional deprivation through dieting, you know, not following our intuitive hunger cues. But it could also be less intentional and more even of a bad habit, something habitual where we're so busy that we just barrel through our day not prioritizing such a basic function um, as food and nourishment. You know, we're so busy we just carry on on the snowball-like effect of working and doing chores and meeting other people's needs before we stop and feed ourselves and meet our own. So what's another example? If a child came to you in tears, maybe they'd fallen over and skinned their knee, maybe they were just tired and having a really hard day, experiencing big emotions, what would you do? You would comfort them, right? You might say, 
I can see that you're feeling really sad right now or you're really upset or you're hurt. That's really tricky. Would you like a cuddle? Let's do that for ourselves. If we are crying, if we are upset or hurting, offer ourselves that comfort, that care and compassion. Because again, quite often when we feel upset, we double down on that emotion by laying on the guilt. I shouldn't be feeling this way. I should be able to cope. Other people have it worse. You know, or we just barrel through and we ignore those emotions. But that sadness is there as a message to us that we need some care. And that is self-care right now. Here's another example. If a little one came to you and they'd made a mistake, so they'd done something maybe they shouldn't have done, maybe you kind of had told them and they knew better but they made a mistake, maybe they just completely did something by accident, they spilt their orange juice on the carpet or something like that, we would forgive them. We would model that compassion and we would also model to them problem solving. We would say, oh, I can see that you've made a mistake and you're feeling really bad about that right now. And that's really hard. Okay, let's work together. What can we do to make this right? And you would help walk them through the steps of resolution, you know, resolving the mistake they had made and you'd forgive them. You'd offer that. And yet this is a big one for ourselves. We make a mistake And what do we do? We lay on thick the shame, the guilt, the beating ourselves up. So let's treat ourselves how we would treat a small child and acknowledge those mistakes for what they are. A learning opportunity, an opportunity for growth and change and do some problem solving, offer that compassion and most of all, forgive ourselves. We're doing the best we can at the time with what we know. Mistakes happen. Here's one last example for you. If a wee one came over and they had tripped up and fallen off their bike and skinned up their elbows, you would pick them up, dust them off and help them to their feet. And when we fall emotionally, and we go in a blip, and things are rough, we need to do the same for ourselves. We need to pick ourselves up, wrap ourselves in cuddles and love and care, dust ourselves off, and, you know, help ourselves to move forward. Instead of, just as I explained and talked around in my first podcast, doubling down, So this is what we so often do. So let's have an intention and set that going forward to treat ourselves how we would treat a small child, someone that we love. Above all else, compassion is key. I hope this helps you to reframe how you may approach your emotions and thoughts going forward. That's all on today's episode of Journey to Wellness, Cuppa with a Counselor. 
Thank you so much for being here with me. If you'd like some more tools and resources, head over to my website, www.journeytowellness.online or you can find me on Instagram. I look forward to seeing you again soon for the next podcast.